Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Say Happy New Year to someone. I just give them a fist bump. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Excited to see you on this other side. Excited to see you. Amen. Amen. Uh, you would not only come and see, you will partake of its fullness. Uh, the year would bring forth the very best unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody looking so colorful, so gorgeous. Uh, amen. You, you, you will rejoice all the days of your life. Amen. Uh, I had to come in this outfit also because I wanted to... I wanted to look like this beautiful lady. We are, we are together. We are together. We are together. Amen. So that nobody thinks I'm the Uber driver. <laughs> or nobody bounces me wherever we go to. We are together. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are all together. We thank God for uh, our biology, my biological family. I thank God for my spiritual family. Thank God for the life of everyone. Uh, God that has brought us in the year 2023 has a plan. And my prayer is that you would allow God's plan to be fulfilled. Amen. God will do his plan, but you must allow him. And my prayer is that you will yield. The Bible says in Isaiah 119, if you are willing and obedient, you would eat the good of the land. God is not just creating the good of the land. It's already available. But if you are willing and obedient, you will partake of it. What's willingness and obedience? Receive a word from God. Believe that word. Declare that word. And act in line with that word. You will see the result. Just one word from God can turn around the life of anybody. Yield unto God. This year is uh, we, the word we receive that this year is the year of the gift of God. God has already given out a gift and that gift keeps on giving. The Bible says in John 3 16, for God so loved the world he gave his very best. Who? Jesus Christ. But whosoever believes in him, whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So as God has already given, he has given 2023. But what you do will determine how you harness 2023 and the Lord himself will give you the knowledge the Lord will give you the understanding and the wisdom to do the right things amen and let, let's look at a scripture and uh, this is just to prepare us for that which God wants to do this year the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed what would the righteous do we want to ensure that we build the right foundation as we prayed Last year into the new year, we prayed that we would finish strong, we would finish well. We're now in the year 2023, we want to start well, we want to start strong. And all that matters is ensuring that we are building on the right foundation, the foundation that is our Lord Jesus Christ. Is someone listening to me? Uh, if you build on the wrong foundation, it might seem as if you are building... But somewhere along the line, you might realize that certain things have gone wrong. How many of us have seen houses that have cracks running from the ceiling or the rooftop to the foundation? There's a foundational problem. 
you can always continue to patch up, but those cracks will remain. And one day the house will be damaged. How many of us have seen houses that they have built on swamp land or not used the right foundation and suddenly the ground floor is becoming like a basement because it's sinking. There's nothing you can do because you have done the wrong foundation. Uh, someone says to me that they, maybe the best thing is to make the ground floor your basement. Then you'll build another ground floor. <laughs> that the second floor becomes a basement. So you have two level basements. It will be a lot of waste of time. So why don't we do the right thing and build the right foundation? If you want to go high, you have to dig deep. If you want to build a large structure, you have to build the right foundation to accommodate the right structure you want to build. Let's look at the scripture. And the title of this message is... Uh, questions that we have to answer this year. The questions of life. To build the right foundation, we have to answer these questions. If you do not answer these questions, then you might just be drifted. And I believe that God has not given any one of us a vagabond spirit. Wherever we are going, we are going with a purpose. We're, whatever direction, we know that there is a reason for going that direction. And the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So, these are five key questions of life that you and I need to answer to fulfill purpose. I'll try and summarize this because we want to dance, rejoice, celebrate, jubilate because God has done great things for us. If we do not for God, you and I will not be standing right now. Those that have passed on, we're not mocking them. But it's not as if we're better than them. But God has a plan for you and I. And you and I, the best we can do is to discover that plan and to ensure that that plan is fulfilled. And I pray that you will do so in Jesus' name. So let's look at the scripture, Matthew chapter 16. And we're reading from verses 13 to 20. Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 20. Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to to 20 talking about questions I must answer because it's a personal personalized thing I must answer those questions in order to fulfill purpose Matthew 16 13 to 20 and I read the New King James Version when Jesus Christ came into the region of Caesarea Philippi he asked his disciples saying who do men say that I, 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 the son of man, am? Verse 14. So they said to him, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Verse 15. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Verse 16. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Another version says, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. 
Verse 17. Jesus answered and said to him, not to them, to him. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. What's Jesus Christ saying? You have a revelation of who I am. Verse 18, and I also say to you, not them, to you, that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, hell shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, and I will give you the keys, you, the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen? So Jesus Christ asked his disciples, everyone corporately, who do you say I am? And uh, even gave them a, a hint, that I, the son of man, who do you say I am? But everyone had a suggestion. You are Jeremiah, you are Elijah, you are this, you are that. Everybody, you know, we can always provide answers to that. And even one of them was very smart. Anything you say you are, you are. You're one of the prophets. So, uh, those smart ones are all of the above. I remember when I was in the university, when we don't prepare for a tutorial and we are in a, the class, small tutorial class with the professor, and you don't prefer, prepare, so we decided to use an easy way. When the professor asks a question, someone else answers. When we are asked a question, we say, Sir, I agree in totality with the person that spoke before me. I concur. <laughs> it worked for a while until they said, what did the person say? Then it didn't work again. Or the person has exhausted everything I want to say. So I rest my case. Alright, so you could see everyone said the, the suggestions. When Jesus Christ decided to be personal and say, who do you say? Not men. Who do you say I am? Everyone kept quiet. But thank God for Peter. Peter, son of Jonah. Son of uh, Peter, uh, Simon uh, by Jonah. He now spoke. He says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And now Jesus' focus was now on Peter because of that revelation. And I kept on emphasizing you. You, you, I have given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Uh, I, I, whatever you bind on earth, what will be bound in heaven? Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. Whatever you tolerate on earth, heaven will tolerate. Whatever you refuse to tolerate on heaven, heaven will respond. Why? Because heaven responds to revelation, not emotion. Not emotion, not aggression, not anger. Not envy, not jealousy. Heaven responds to revelation. And revelation comes as a result of having faith in God. Let's look at those questions because Peter basically answered those questions that I want to list out. In the statement he said that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Because when you know who Jesus Christ, then you know who you are in Christ Jesus. 
And my prayer, this very first day in the year 2023, you will know that he is the Messiah. He is the Christ, the son of the living God, because it will help you to answer the question concerning who you are. Because without him, you are nothing. So if you do not know him, then how do you know who you are? Because you and him are supposed to be one. So my prayer is also you have the same revelation that Peter had, Simon had, that he is the Christ. It's a personal revelation, not because what pastor said, not because what anybody said, but you have known him yourself. Alright, let's quickly look at these questions because they are key to fulfilling purpose and key to making headway this year, 2023. This year of the gift of God. And who is the gift of God? Jesus Christ. The gift of life. God loves and he gave his very best. And we know that if God has given Jesus Christ, what else will he withhold from you and I? Let's look at the questions and we would round up and pray. I'll summarize. The first question is one. You want to ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? If you don't know who you are, then someone else has to tell you who you should be. And this is a question of identity. Who am I? Who am I? You know, sometimes we see so many people, we think they are who you think they are, but do you really know them or do they really know themselves? If you do not know your identity, then there's a likelihood you will have an identity crisis. You'll be confused as to who you are. So that's question you need to ask yourself so that you can know who you are in Christ Jesus. You want to know. Most times if you have people uh, have been known to have issues with their parents and whatever or they have broken relationship with their parents or fathers or, or mothers or whatever. Most times their fathers, they want to know, am I my father's son? And the second question is, are you my father? Because without having that knowledge, that relationship cannot be fully established. So you want to know, who am I? Who am I? And listen to a few like 2 Corinthians 5, 17, as I said, I will summarize. says, we are a new creature. All things have passed away. So you are a new, brand new creature in the eyes of God. As you accept Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2, 9 says you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people ephesians 2 10 says for we are his workmanship we are god's workmanship another scripture says you are god's the apple of god's eyes Another scripture says, you are wonderfully and fearfully created. Another scripture says, you are engraved in the palm of God's hand. So if you do not know that, then someone else will tell you that you are not special. 
or you are an accident or you are a non-entity or you are a failure and unfortunately if you do not know who you are when other people say who you should be then you believe them so it's important you believe the word of God and know who you are so that nobody can tell you otherwise if I tell you for example that this is not a cell phone it's a football or soccer ball would you believe me? No. Why? Because you know. But if you do not know, you are going to accept what I say. And you go tell some people, I saw a brand new football in church today. It looks like a cell phone. Then you're already being deceived. Two. You want to know where am I from? Where am I from? Your origin. People say a lot of things that you evolved from this, you evolved evolution, big bang, and all those kind of things. Because of time, I will not go into some of this because people like this, when they're asked about specific questions about evolution, when has a fish evolved to a monkey? Or when has a, 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 a butterfly become, a, they begin to scratch their heads. But they could keep on defending this theories that don't make sense. So you want to know where you are from. And it is important because the Bible says where you are from. You are from God. God created you. The Bible says, and I'll just paraphrase. It says in Acts 17, 26, he made from one man every nation of mankind. In Genesis 1.26, the God said, let us make man in our image. In Isaiah 45 verse 12, Isaiah 45 verse 12, it says, it is I who made the earth and created man upon it. It's important you know where you are from because if you do not know your origin, then you get confused because you now try to adopt what they say you are, you are from or where you are from. Three. You want to ask yourself a question, why am I here? And that is asking, what is my purpose? Why am I alive this very moment? Why am I here? Because of time, I will just try to paraphrase without listing all the scriptures. Another time we'll have time for that. Why am I here? What is my purpose in life? Have you ever asked yourself, what is your purpose? You have to ask yourself, why am I alive? Why am I in Toronto? Why am I in Jesus' house, Toronto? Why am I in the location? Why, why am I what is God's purpose for my life? Because if you do not understand the purpose of a thing, there's a tendency you would abuse it. That's why you have wife abuse, spousal abuse. Because if you don't understand the purpose of a spouse, you would abuse. Child abuse. If you don't understand the purpose of a child, you would abuse. There's pastoral abuse. If you don't understand the purpose of a pastor, you would abuse the pastor. You need to understand the purpose of a thing. You know that this is a microphone, not a, uh, not, 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 not a, not a bat. 
Four. You also want to know, what can I do? And this is a question that goes to your potential. What can I do? What can I do? What has God deposited in me? What are my abilities? This thing that I'm doing right now, is that my potential? Or I'm just passing through? I think they said something about maybe Einstein says, man, from all their scientific theory, man is just using less than is it six or five percent of his capacity. You need to know your potential. What can I do? And most times we say we don't have the ability to run, but if a pit bull chases you, you know the speed that you are going to go. If they record it, you are going to break a world record. Or you see a snake or something, suddenly there is a fence that is about 9 feet or 10 feet. When they are not under pressure, it's like, how can I jump this? But when you are under pressure, then you find yourself on the other side. And you are wondering, how did I get here? And that's why God allows pressure. Some of the trials and tests we are going through is God allowing pressure so that your potentials can come forth. I'm sure some of us have thought about it before. That uh, why can't we be in school and not do any examination? Just enjoy yourself in school. But without the exam, how does your potential manifest? The exam put you under pressure so that you can now get the best out of yourself in order to pass that exam. The last question is where am I going to? Where's my destination? There have been a lot of flight cancellation. But nobody travels without making plans. Nobody travels without getting ready their passport. I don't know about you, but when I'm traveling, I probably might check whether my passport is in my luggage maybe about five, six, ten times. When I'm about moving, where's the passport? Because when you get to the airport, there's no begging. Please, I have passport. This is the evidence. I have passport. Please, can I just go along? No, there's no begging. Because if they even allow you to go along without passport, what, they will return you back to sender. So why waste your time? Why don't you ensure that first, your passport is not expired. Second, you have your passport. And third, you know where you are going to. So those are five questions. I want us to rise up on our feet. I didn't want to take as much time as this. But this would help you build the right foundation for this year. You have to ask yourself, nobody can help you. You have to ask you, and all these questions are answered in Jesus Christ. It is answered in him. We're not asking you or begging you or persuading you or trying to convince you to accept Jesus Christ. But there's no other foundation that can be built, but that is built on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that will help you answer this question. So, what I've just given you is insight as to what you have to go look for. 
so that you will pass the examination of life. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. It was says, if the foundations be destroyed, what would the righteous do? This is a new year. This is the first day in the year 2023. With these questions that we have received for the examination of life, we will go and do our research. We will search your word. We will know who we are in Christ Jesus. Where we come from, our origin in Christ Jesus, our purpose in Christ Jesus, our potential in Christ Jesus, and our destination. Our destination in Christ Jesus. Father, stare the hearts of your children. Let your Holy Spirit stare their hearts. So that from today, they will go and do their search. They will search the scripture. They will dig deep. So that nobody will deceive them. Nobody will confuse them. Nobody will tell them, did God say? Father, the enemy is looking for whom to devour. These ones will be undeviable. The enemy is looking for who to still kill and destroy. These ones will not be found by the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ. Commit them into your hands, O oh God. Let your will be done. Let your purpose be fulfilled. And let your holy name alone be glorified in their lives. Thank you, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Tell the person next to you, I would pass this examination. I purpose in my heart I will pass this examination of life. These five questions, I would answer five, not one. And I will pass. And I will have 100%. God bless you. Please be seated. I just will take our Thanksgiving right now. And we are going to dance because we know that we all are going to pass this examination of life. No one will be left behind. No one will be left empty-handed. No one will be missing. No one will go on a journey of no return. No one would be involved in any accident, violence, crime, or any evil. Because the enemy is still looking for whom to destroy. We will not be found. You know, they say, just tell them that you did not find me if they are looking for who to destroy. Amen? Because I'm under the shadow of the Almighty. So we want to dance knowing fully well that God has already gone ahead. Amen? We thank God for yesterday. Thank God for today. But most especially, we are thanking God. That's the greatest height of faith. That Luke 137, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. So we have not yet seen but by faith, we know that God will do it. Amen? And you will come and share your testimonies in Jesus' name. So I'll invite the free gift to come over and get yourself ready. I think we have more than enough space here. If you need more space, you can go to the other auditorium. If you need more space, you can go to the car park. If you need more space, just dance all the way.